0: to some big names out there in free agency and also in some trades we've got to talk about it and much more welcome to the phillies podcast happy monday good morning everybody our first is this our first monday of february yes it no, is my God. welcome in tyler Zuli, jamie lynch renee washington glad that you guys are here will will first wins. in the chat congratulations for the first comment of the day chris lemmer douglas nice to see you here douglas Kim, welcome. We've got some new names here, so uh, happy to have you guys here. Good morning, Douglas. plenty to talk about today, Jamie, because it's been quite a weekend of the rumor mill. It's like everybody's just spewing all these updates and rumors and potentials and sleepers and a good fit and in the mix. Um, Plus, of course, we've got our down on the farm with Phillies prospect Starling Caba, Jesus Starling Caba. Yeah. uh, And we've got some other Phillies updates. So. Nine days, though, was probably one of the most exciting Ooh. updates. Eight, if you're counting it's when they board shiny, the flight.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. Oh, there yeah, go. there you go. Nine. Nine days Nine until days. pitchers and catchers officially start training in Clearwater. 52 days until opening day versus the Braves. Uh, eight days until the pitchers and catchers board the flight to go down or the car, depending on where they're coming from. That's the most important thing. No I am I am a Taylor Swift fan. I'm not a Swifty, so I am not I mean the album announcement is cool, but I'm not excited.
1: I saw that live last night. I watched the Grammys,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just
1: needed something different
0: yeah, that's right, and, where I, and I like
1: music <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me check this out. Um, so I watched it, I enjoyed it. you know, there were some decent performances.
0: All I can say is,
1: I will never watch a red carpet, and I will never watch like the Oscars for more than like. 20 minutes but grammys mm. i'll check out
0: i like i like the grammys um yeah i would i would say one there's a couple things i learned from last night and one of the most important things is the decades-long question of what does beyonce see in jay-z in my opinion was answered last night big wife guy know? yeah big wife his speech and then blew up there with him and him like holding her hand i was like great dad great husband very very motivational and grounded the way he spoke was he had, I saw a sense of humor. He was giving some jokes unintentionally. I was like, okay, Jay, besides the money, I see it. I totally see it. What's up, K-Red, Will? Uh, yeah, the Grammys were interesting, Jamie. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Killer Mike got arrested too, which is really effed up for a misdemeanor uh, after he sweeps the rap category. Uh, Well-deserved. So that was kind of some shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it was, uh, it was a nice checkout from sports. I kind of had yeah. like, after I got the Embiid news on Saturday, oh I just kind of went like, I-, I need to go into a non-sports shell here. Uh, yeah. until last night, you know, when I was doing my prep and reading and all that, I was just like, I was, you know, doing that prep while watching the Grammys. And I was just like, the Embiid news really like just took a lot of wind out of my sails.
0: Um, it's been a really rough time for Philly sports fans. And we keep saying it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And let's be honest, Phillies. it started like, I'm going to even go back further than that. We still haven't recovered from all the finals appearances that were that were lost. And then it felt like, okay, this year, everything's going to be fine. This is fine. Everything's fine with the burning house uh, mm-hmm. gift. And it's not because we keep getting more and more crazy news and updates. And, the, and now that Joel Embiid injury was like, you know what sure just add more salt to that wound because why not why I not feel
1: like i'm kind of sixers dead inside but like he was bringing me back because he's this the best team was in the giving
0: world. me some life
1: but like i'm just i'm just nba like i love the nba i love basketball i watched the uh, wisconsin purdue yesterday it was a really good game but like the sixers i just it's so hard to get back up so i wasn't knocked that far down if you know what i mean like i wasn't I, that. Like, I wasn't at the top i was like slowly like inching my way back
0: you haven't been irrational about the sickness, yeah, like yeah. you have been with mm-hmm. like the phillies for example so okay it,
1: it hurts but it is what it is it was
0: it was definitely devastating yeah. um because a meniscus is like a but weird familiar it is it is familiar but i i always like to say meniscus is almost like a weird injury there's somewhere you almost would rather like go on the full juggler because the recovery for it is so fluctuated so
1: kyle did a really nice piece uh. on all phly if you didn't get a chance to read it yet he spoke with a doctor i believe from jefferson i read it last night and he basically said like the tear that Embiid has it was a really good uh, comparison Is like a hangnail yeah like if you have the hangnail sometimes it falls in place mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother you mm-hmm. but other times it sticks out and it's kind of flapping and it causes irritation and all yep. that and basically where, you know, allegedly Embiid's tear is, it's it's a hangnail. So it's not going to get really better. It's just going to kind of fall in yep. place yep. until you re-aggravate it again. And then you're and back to where you started. So
0: from. I'm saying that from experience because I I, tore hurt, I hurt my meniscus. I didn't tear mine. Oh, I did but ACL I strained and, mine. And meniscus oh, I and do part and MCL
1: in one shot. Yeah. Oof, brother. Yeah.
0: What were you doing again?
1: Lacrosse game in college. Yikes. Foot was in the mud. Rest of the body moved. I had hyperextended it like two weeks prior, so I think oh, I partially it was already tore it
0: weekend and yeah, not sturdy enough. I hurt mine, and honestly, to this day, every once in a while just gets swollen. Yeah, so good it's time. like yeah, so that's why I'm like a meniscus is is rough. It's really no, there are no good knee injuries. It's no such. There's nothing that's good about a knee injury. All right, I will say I also did the same, Jamie. It is exciting though because baseball is coming up. I do have hope that the Phillies are going to help restore. Some positive juju ju- ju here in Philly. Um, I found myself binge watching some Netflix shows this week. Oh, yeah? Got some good recs for you guys. Uh, the Trust is a little game Netflix show. I don't like reality TV shows, and I don't like the dating Netflix show types of shows. But that is a good one I do recommend. The Trust. It's called The Trust. It's where they have to. There's like they're fighting for money. It's like a competition okay. to win money. It was. All it right. was different. It was. I like something different every once in a while, and that was definitely it. It was. It was, right. it was
1: cool it's it'll come uh we have like three or four on our to-do list
0: yeah that's how yes. so like
1: we have a packing order and you
0: know it'll, i had it, to bump me. it up because i um my pecking order i just watched griselda before that and uh, I tried my cousin to, was telling me oh that. really good show guys because so, sophia gloria, my, my girl gloria is not playing gloria from modern family that's for sure she's she's she plays that role really well she plays a really good griselda. Kim,
1: yes it's the same knee uh the meniscus yeah uh, in regards to Embiid so yes this is the second that's time exa- yeah so not that's gonna be concerns. not gonna be much better but Curb Your Enthusiasm started last night that's why that is true starting Masters of the Air on Apple um we just finished Slow Horses and there was Ooh. one other one we were gonna get to I forget what it was I
0: try to mix it up so after like I just watched Griselda so my next show can't be a Dude. drug cartel show you know I gotta the next I to not something like different. Beef. oh I did like beef that was yeah. good
1: all right, she it dragged
0: on a little bit at the end, but it was good. All right. All right, let's get on. We're dragging let's on here. Talk let's baseball. talk baseball. So we got there was some, there were some news. We if you were slot. caught sleeping, you missed some news because apparently the Phillies are sleepers for not one, but possibly two big <laughs> names. Bob Nightingale was out there this weekend, just pium mixing in some pew, 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 Some song. Some
1: slop to the piggies. Yeah, Our because basically. Are full. Come and get it, <laughs> Phillies fans. Basically,
0: Phillies fans, if you weren't, inch, if you were feeling like the Phillies didn't have much going on, they still don't. But here's the news. Per Bob Nightingale, uh, the Phillies are allegedly oh. among some teams um, that are in the mix for Jordan Montgomery or Cody Bellinger, and they are a sleeper for one of those two. In fact, several executives think the Phillies could be a sleeper for one of the Free agents so several executives interesting i always i always am intrigued when that gets tossed several. out there that several executives believe this um my first thoughts jamie especially off the heels of everything we've been talking about and i had just read a piece or a tweet out uh by todd zalecki talking about how dombrowski um was was mentioning this is the exact quote from Todd. Every indication is that any further additions the Phillies make before camp opens on February 14th, as we talked about last week, will be players on relatively risk free Major League Baseball deals like Allard or minor league contracts. That said, Dabrowski has a reputation for making bold, unexpected moves, so never say never. So Todd had that floating out. That quote was floating out from Todd's Lucky. And then I was reading the sleeper quote, and I'm like, is this one of those bold moves? Is this about to happen? Are we getting a bold move? But then the realistic side of me, because I live in the in the realist world and not the hypothetical fluffy world sometimes, I uh, was like, no, this is not that bold move.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this has been like the same rhetoric that's in like every Phillies offseason yeah. piece so far this offseason, whether it's Lauber or Coffee or Gelb or Zalecki, yeah. they all kind of have the same terminology, which is like, could they be players? They could if things fall their way. Dombrowski has a flair for the drama, the, you know, the drama and the big splash mm-hmm. when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Dave, we officially least expect it. <laughs> Please wow me because I was laying in bed last night and not uh, you know, doing all the reading. And it takes you down baseball rabbit holes. I'm still watching Ken Burns baseball, so I was watching that a little bit yesterday. By the way, the uh, Honus Wagner Ty Cobb era, just phenomenal stuff. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I was, you know, thinking about all this, and I, you know, last week we were like, oh, perspective, and we we're trying to be positive and like think about ways it's going to be better this year. I was like, all right, baseball perspective, we got it better than most. And then I was sitting there last night doing all this reading, and I was like, they really are just going <laughs> to bring back Nola, and that's it.
0: That's it. That's it. Like that's it.
1: What? You're on a championship window. Why yeah. are you going to let a move? of five to ten million dollars prohibit you from making your team better you know you're you're thin at certain spots there's mm-hmm, gonna be injuries mm-hmm. you can't rely on we'll health like you have in
0: the sixers like
1: why not bring in a veteran outfielder i know at bats and some guys are still shopping and want better opportunities for more playing time but like the bullpen arm like mayton tyler who was your guy that stunk that you wanted uh, listen, oh,
2: hey, listen, he didn't stink. He just had a bad year last okay. year, but Jose Cisnero was the one that I wanted. Uh, yeah, right? like something and he, and he like signed that. signed with the Angels for like a million and a half
1: or a million... For $2 million. Dollars. Yeah, it was less death. than $2 million. Like, I, I feel like I'm the meme with a stick and I'm like, do something. And I'm like poking the front office. Like, we're not even asking for much.
0: No. Just do something
1: so. to add to this. Hopefully they do, but what I fear is Bob Nightingale's going... All right, Cubs, you're taking too long. You're dragging your feet here. Uh, Scott Boris calls Bob Nightingale and says, oh, you know, there a couple teams, sleepers for Cody and Jordan because they're both mm-hmm. Boris agents or the Rangers or the Mets or the Orioles, whoever yeah. is in uh, the Red Sox, uh, interested in Montgomery. I think Scott said, hey, Bob, I need a little uh, gas on the fire here to accelerate things. Can you, uh, can you put that out? And I think it's to light a fire under the presumed landing spots of these two. Do I believe the Phillies have a chance at either of them? No, I do not. Would I love it? Absolutely, freaking lutely Renee. Yeah. Either one. I don't <laughs> care. I just want it like you have a chance here to compete. Have a chance. And there's heavy hitters. The Yankees have improved. The Orioles have improved. The Astros have improved. The uh, Dodgers, they improved. The Braves improved. I woke up this morning thinking about Jared Kalenik. Like, why? (laughs) At least they did something. Chris Sale could work out for the Braves. Everybody you're competing against has gone out and gotten better. At least
0: trying. You kept NOLA,
1: which maintained a status quo. It was a good move. But, like, come on. That's it? Yeah. I'm at the point now where I'm like, come on. So,
0: I think what I struggle with is as much as I'm excited that we – saw the Zach, I mean, excuse me, the Aaron Nola signing happened so quickly was he, he was already here. So I, I'm excited. Yes, you took care of business, but don't think that's enough because we already had Aaron Nola last year. Yeah. We did know what Aaron Nola can bring. I know you guys in the chat are talking about Zach Wheeler and Johan Rojas. We'll get there. We definitely will talk about the video on the extension. Yo but bro. at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we need something new, some fresh blood. And it Just doesn't have to something. mean go out and spend you know, seven hundred million dollars, but you can get somebody for the cheap, and then you're at least bringing in someone new, some new personnel. There's, I think, there's value for any team to at least bring in whether it's depth pieces or a new, just new personality to add to the mix. Because at the end of the day, to just run it back when every other team is bringing in someone new, and I know we added Colby or Allard. I know we. Oh yeah! Don't I know But no, no. It's not very exciting. There are are names out there that are available. There are options. Spend a little money. Spend some dough. Bring in a a cheap piece because as we just saw with Joel Embiid with his meniscus tear, anything can happen. And so to sit and rely on, oh, we're just going to run it back and everyone's going to be better when every other team is strategically adding pieces to fill gaps in their roster, and the Phillies still have gaps in their roster as well for as much as we talk about and praise the starting pitching rotation and you know the, the the youngsters and like an Orion and a yoro and how they can progress. there's still gaps. there's not perfect. this roster is not perfect. So I don't
1: even think Cody Bellinger I, makes any sense for the Phillies but just do something <laughs> like just get a veteran do guy. something crazy. I don't want to block Martian Rojas like that. I want to have them compete for a job. Uh, well, Marsh won his, but I want to have Johan compete for his. And that's the his. other
0: thing I always say. But for like, the sake of complacency, I don't like just bringing it back because you're just giving the guys – here, take the exact same role. You don't want them th- – that that competition for your position d- – oh, that rhymes. That's a bar. Wow. That competition for your position sometimes helps to elevate your game. But if you know, oh, you know what, they're trusting me to just be better and I'm just going to go out there and play and there's no true – next player up trying to take my spot that in itself to me can make things stagnant. So I would love to have just somebody to, as you talk about poking the sleeping bear just to stir things up a little bit that, Hey, we got to go out there and compete and get better every day because there's somebody else vying for my spot.
1: Yeah. And Mickey Durkin and Dan, you guys are right. The <laughs> priority clearly here is going to be ex- to extend Zach Wheeler, but I don't think there's any guarantee Tyler. If I, am I mistaken that he's also Boris? Uh, if you don't mind looking that up, yeah, real quick. I I I, I want to say you're correct. I will. I feel like I will double check. For you. I'm 95 percent certain he is. And bo- and the reason I bring that up is Boris is going to force him to the free agent market. Yeah. So the likelihood of getting a deal done is probably slimish. Uh, but I agree, that's probably why they're being dormant is because Zach Wheeler uh you know they're gonna resume talks around spring training and hopefully get that done they Mm -hmm. failed with nola last year i don't act
0: like that didn't happen yeah
1: i don't think they're gonna get it done because you know philly's tailgate put out the top free agents next year and guess what zach wheeler is going to be the crown jewel with corbin burns uh you know there's some decent names out there jose altuve paul goldschmidt it's a pretty good free agent class uh corbin burns walker bueller shane bieber zach wheeler max fried uh, Kendall Graveman, Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimball gets listed, which is still funny to me. <laughs> so, like, the point being, yeah, they probably want to get that extension done ASAP because they don't want to pay open market value for Zach Wheeler. So I have a feeling, but the only thing is, like, is is a $4 million Maton move going to prohibit you from getting Zach Wheeler no. extension done? No. No. Is bringing in a journeyman veteran outfielder to give Rojas – some competition going to, you know, break the Zach Wheeler extension money? Yeah, no. Exactly. Just do a little something. That's all. By the way, yeah. guys, um, he is not a Boris Klein. He's
2: not. Okay. He is. Uh, his agent is Al gots or gets however you pronounce it from jet sports management
0: okay okay well, I know um in another in <laughs> so maybe
2: you do get it done <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I know in the write-up that Todd lucky put out this morning uh somebody did ask him about Zach Wheeler's extension and he did mention that the Phillies are hoping to get it done this spring as you mentioned um but as we know they had the same plans last spring with Aaron Nola and we know how long it took for the deal to to happen with Aaron Nola so Uh, if if Zach Wheeler goes into free agency things get nervous things get very scary next year hypothetical Um, man says without a doubt
1: he's not sure if that's true with Boris the reason I say it is is because the MLB union wants these guys to go to free agency Um, you know if Zach Wheeler says this is where I want to be get the deal done Uh. he'll get the deal done but the MLB players union wants these guys to set new bars so the union's gonna want Wheeler and Burns and you know freed to get to the market so it can set a new level um so we'll see fingers crossed they get it done i'm not very optimistic i
0: mean allegedly wheeler is the priority for this he's gotta be if you're not doing anything else bingo he should be i mean what to me the the only reason why they're not doing anything else is because wheeler is the priority but let's go on and make that happen don't drag your feet on this because as you mentioned with the way the market was this offseason for free agents, uh, without a doubt, there's a lot of agents that are sitting there probably telling their players, hey, you know what? Let's let's wait this out because next year, the price tag's only going to go up. Well, uh, so, Kevin, I want to say real quick, though, before you do your do your thing, Jamie, um, different comments in the chat. Kevin, Dan, hypothetical man, what's up, guys? Happy to have you here. Hit that thumbs up button while you guys are here and continue to join the conversation as we move along. I
1: was going to say, if they're waiting, they should probably grab some very large bagels too. Ah hold themselves over with while they're waiting uh, because bagels and company is where i would tell them to go because bagels and company or bagels and co depending on how you like to say it uh, is great and it's the everyman bagel because it's a large bagel they're huge bagels uh, and that's why they're done in the brooklyn new jersey style they take the best of rat city new york and bring it down here for us here in philadelphia because they're givers bagels and company are Uh, they have a large variety usually between 15 and 20 different types of bagels daily they do seasonal bagels sports bagels maybe nine days from now they do a Phillies bagel Uh, you know they're they're in tune with what's happening in the area and they have a huge cream cheese variety 30 different flavors of cream cheeses and schmears Uh, my favorite is the scallion just can't be beat They had a blueberry one in here last week that looked ridiculous. With actual
0: blueberry chomps. Yeah,
1: it looked really, really good. So for instance, if, you know, let's say the Eagles were good or the Sixers weren't injured, uh, you know, they would make those types of smears and cream cheeses for you. And they're an affordable brand, which is something that's really important to them because you get a lot of food for cheap. And in today's economy, that's key. They've debated raising their prices, but they want to be that everyday brand and not some high-end, bougie-ass place that you only splurge on the weekends. Uh, they, are, are, they aren't are they artisan. They're more mom-and-pop. They have a mom-and-pop feel, but they cater to the everyday individual. A lot of the customers are repeat customers. Kyle Newbeck is one of them. Uh, we have really good coffee, and it's not going to cost you $7 a glass like Starbucks. Why go to Dunkin'? They're going to get your coffee order wrong anyway. You get a subpar product when you can come to Bagels & Company and get a premium product at a same price point. For the best Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philadelphia, head to thebagelsandco.com slash store dash locator to find the closest Bagels & Co to you. Maybe a torn meniscus bagel. I don't know how you do that, Chris, but Bagels & Company are creative. Maybe they'll come up with it.
0: I don't know, I don't know, sometimes but I Sometimes do it know. works,
1: sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta decide Yay, on the desk. This bagel needs load <laughs> management.
0: Oh, man. Well, one thing we do know is we are 52 days away from opening day, which means we've got games coming up soon. Of course, we've got spring training, so plenty of baseball to watch this month. And in just a couple weeks, we'll be watching some spring training. Now, as we're getting closer to game time, make sure you also take advantage of the Game Time app where you can download the app today. And as a new first time user, use code PHLY to be able to get $20 off of your purchase over at the Game Time app They do a tremendous job of just simplifying the process for you for buying your tickets, allowing you to see your seats, having a nice view beforehand of where you're going to be located. So now you get a nice, okay idea of okay where is the stage where is the field where is the comedy show where is the concert going to be whatever you're buying tickets for because at the game time app they've got it all if you want to go see some music if you want to go have some fun for some entertainment with a comedy show if you want to go see a game baseball game basketball game whatever that is at the game time app but use code p h l y get 20 dollars off and then when you also show up at that event You now have your tickets right on your phone, nice and easy and available for you to scan, get in the door and get ready to have some fun. So, again, at the Game Time app, download it today. Use code PHLY and get $20 off of your purchase. All right. Well, guys, I know we've been talking a lot about the fact that the Phillies are, quote, sleepers for Cody Bellinger and Jordan Montgomery. But of course, those aren't the only two big names that the Phillies were connected to this past weekend. We have already had a chance to talk about both of these rumors, but the rumors have recycled back through because that's how the rumor mill works. It's a continuous, never-ending cycle of rumors with different names connected to it on different days when we get bored in the offseason, apparently. And the two names, Emmanuel Classe and Devin Williams. The full irony is at one point, we put together a hypothetical trade, way back when, in the start of the tra- of the offseason, for Devin Williams to come to the Phillies, and everybody thought we were mad and thought that it was blasphemy to possibly consider trading for Devin Williams, where se- Well, several, several different MLB reporters now believe that the Phillies are in the mix, because that's how we always like to be thrown in there, as potential, lots of fluff there, landing spots for a trade for Emmanuel, Class A, or... Devin williams so brandon Scott, of a bleach report suggested a trade proposal for class a with a number of different players um and that would require trading as we talked about before aiden miller justin crawford johan rojas uh, for class a on the other side Ooh. willie adamas so as maybe well as- yo
1: your boy yo rose part of the package and then you go sign bellinger as you were talking i just put that together oh So, would you be
0: in for, Trade? Maybe the Phillies, Aiden Miller, Justin Crawford, Johan Rojas.
1: Because Rojas is gone. Bring
0: in Class A and bring in Bellinger.
1: And you get Class A World Series favorites. We just figured it
0: out. We just did it.
1: We need a detective hat and like a pipe.
0: Okay. I, I, I yeah, one, two. It's not a, it's not a one move. It's not just one move. Dombrowski's thinking this two move, and three ahead. Yeah. This move would make great sense.
1: And he's pushing it through Bleacher Report. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It all makes and sense it's, it's, now. I it's see ironic the vision.
0: because in this, they were saying this proposal makes zero sense, but they're missing the key point. It's not just about bringing in Class A, it's bringing in Bellinger
1: to replace Rojo. Class
0: A makes this a win, 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 win. Tyler, uh, what would I you say, like that. Philly's
1: National League favorites, if they got Cody Bellinger and Emmanuel Class A? Um, no, <laughs> no, the Dodgers are still. Would they the jump the Braves? Um, be close.
2: They would be damn close. I think, so, they, but but no. The answer to your question is no. The Dodgers are still, and also you're going to have seven million left-handed hitters in your lineup. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll deal with that. I'll cross that bridge when I come to it, (laughs) as my mom always says. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. Um, That's tomorrow's I know a lot of people are probably panicking at the fact that Ada Miller and Justin Crawford were included in that as well. But, hey, it's a win-now team. Also, on the other side, Devin Williams has been a name that's been brought up, as well as Willie Adamas. But the Phillies were not tied to Willie Adamas. They were tied to a possible trade for Devin Williams because it seems as though the Brewers continue to – plan. So Ken Rosenthal uh, of The Athletic is the one that reported that Willie and Devin are two potential trade candidates to monitor and feels that because like Burns, Adamas is entering free agency after the 2024 season. And then Williams also comes with the additional value of being more than just a one year rental with club control through 2025. Cheat. His name has continued to pop up pretty often. So, of course, the trade rumors that came out uh, for Williams, because the three teams connected to Devin Williams, Yankees, Padres, and Phillies, is that the Phillies would trade Devin, uh, receive Devin Williams for Andrew Bellotti, Brian Rincon, and, and Eduardo Tait. See ya. I'm all for that trade. (laughs) Peace. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord you. Yeah. I
1: mean, like they're they're counting on you know the closer by committee. There's a really good chance that this bullpen is is pretty good. Uh, Alvarado, we like Sir Anthony. We don't know Orion. We don't know Jeff Hoffman has to repeat it. It's repeat it to believe it. So we don't know. It's just like there are a lot of question marks. I think potentially most of them are going to be on the you know plus side but it's a lot of unknowns and he's, even Jose Alvarado if he does get the most save opportunities and the most high leverage spots like he's never done that for a full season mm-hmm. before so why not go get one
0: so he's one through nine. Says done and no backseats. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm in. Alex Coffee did report at one point that there's been a lot of interest for Eduardo Taite and Brian Rincón. Um, you know, we talked we talked you. about both the shortstop and the catcher as you know possible pr- or uh, prospects that we could be optimistic about. But if they've got a, a lot of interest from in other clubs this off and and the market's hot for them right now. Bye. I mean, yeah. I don't see why there's any reason to hold on to them if you have guys that you can trade for that you know are plug-and-play pieces that are ready now. Not. I mean, we per, we talked about both of them. What was it, 2026, 2027, that they're projected to play in the majors? Yeah, most of the Phillies' good prospects are Williams, 19, who's ready 20. Uh, Yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, and hypothetical man's having, the, you know, his point is, for me, it's more trading the multiple everyday players for a guy that gives you 70 innings a year, 15 in the playoffs. <sighs> But those 15 in the playoffs can win you titles like I, yeah. I understand this is a lot of people around baseball not just hypothetical man I have some friends like our own buddy Pat Tyler does not believe in trading good pieces for bullpen pieces and there is a lot of that. logic in that but at the same time come October the bullpen becomes the focal point in a way like the Phillies yep. don't win a title in 08 if it's not for Brad Lidge. Now, he gave you some heart attacks. He got a lot of men on third that year, but he got the job done ultimately, and you probably maybe don't win that title unless you have a really good bullpen that year. And you needed, you know, Ryan Madsen to be really good. Mm -hmm. You needed uh, Scott Ayer to be really good. You know, Chad Durbin came in out of nowhere and was like your Jeff Hoffman piece. Mm -hmm. So it's like a finicky position, and that's why people don't like trading a lot for it. I hear you, but at this point, like Devin Williams is... As close to a sure thing as there is in a bullpen piece. He's still young. Emmanuel Classe has, I mean, that contract might as well be free. So, like, in the case of Clase, he's going to be here for three to five years. Uh, Devin Williams, maybe less, but like, if that's what gets you over the top as a team, you know, it's kind of invaluable, isn't it? Yep.
0: Well, here. On the other side of that, you have the White Sox, who just traded with the Diamondbacks, where the White Sox received outfielder Dominic Fletcher. The Diamondbacks received right-handed pitcher Christian Mena, who's their, the White Sox number 10 prospect. We also had another trade that happened this weekend where the Mariners traded for reliever uh, Gregory Santos from the White Sox. So the Mariners traded two prospects and their 69th overall pick in this year's MLB draft to the White Sox for right-handed reliever Gregory Santos. It happens. Teams do it all the time because a prospect, while we understand, and and to your point, a prospect is going to be someone that can play more innings than a reliever. Uh, Not right now, though. These are prospects that were, as we talked about, their projection isn't until 2026, 2027. How does that help the Phillies in October? So, oh, you get to keep an Eduardo Taite and Brian Rincón, who have lots of potential, Three years from now. So that doesn't help the Phillies at all come this October versus a Devin Williams, even an Emmanuel Class who can help you right away. So I I, I think that's where I get stuck on it because, yes, they can give you lots of innings. We don't even know for sure that they can give lots of innings. This is all based on projections and hypotheticals and hope.
1: I get stuck on the fact that the Phillies really don't develop offensive major league talent that often. Yeah. So, like, how how many of these kids offensively in the top 10 are going to pan out? You know, I think they have... I wanna say seven of their top ten are offensive pieces. Maybe if they're lucky, one is like a Bryson Stott level player. Like Matt gel just had a piece on the athletic um recently about Reese and his time in going to Milwaukee. And he talked about the rarity of which Reese is for a Phillies homegrown offensive player. Mm-hmm. He's the only one to have an OPS plus over a hundred from twenty twelve to present day, uh, as a homegrown offensive player. So like A lot of the times when I fall back on Philly's prospects and the pearl clutching about trading prospects, I always go, yeah, but who do they develop offensively? Yeah. Alec Bohm and Bryson Stott are the crown jewels right now since Reese is gone. But for the most part, you know, like they don't really develop a ton of offensive talent. Maybe it's different now with Dombrowski. But like like you said, most of these kids are international signing period last year and already like. Sterling, yep. Starling Cava, who we're going to get to today and down on the farm, mm-hmm. um, you know, was just signed last year. These our
0: 17, 18-year-old And he's already
1: fifth that, in their system.
0: And I, I think I, I like the idea of, okay, pr- try to protect at all costs your top two or three prospects. But if you have prospects, and and like Alex Coffee reported, a Brian Rincone and an Eduardo Taite that's getting a lot of interest from other clubs that you can use you in a trade See ya, because we're talking about 17, 18-year-old kids. You have no idea if they actually will. Let's say you keep them, and you don't take someone like Devin Williams, who we know at what is it, 25 years old, still very young and ready right now, and can still give you 26, 2026, 2027. Injuries aside, if, if all continues, Devin Williams will still be a guy that can, that can play for you. We're not talking about trading for you know a 32-year-old, 33-year-old um, aging pitcher or a player in that sense, Emmanuel Classy, Devin Williams, both, I think class is what, 29, 28?
1: No, I think he's only like 27, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Okay,
0: so in their in their mid-20s, in their prime, athletically, and they're ready now, and they'll still be ready in 2026, 25. 20... I thought, okay, wow, even better. So yeah, you're going to do better. all this to hope that a 17, 18-year-old is going to be ready in three years versus knowing that a 25-year-old is ready now i'm i'm all for making yeah. a trade where do i have to sign jamie what i'm out of here i'm gonna go down and make that trade happen i don't know who i'm gonna talk to but it's time My hypothetical man says
1: you know i can't compare philly's prospects <laughs> now to like what it used to be because they're putting so much more mm. into research and development and while that's true and i am more optimistic about their developing farm system than i was 10 years ago under uh matt Clentac, uh Klintak, who botched it uh, I have faith, but like at the same time, you can't you can't let these kids, you know, your five through ten guys, you can't really let them get in the way too often no. uh, of improving your club at a championship level now. So, ironically, I, I don't the know. Phillies just—they're
0: not going to do it. Ironically, the Phillies just released their official 2024 player development staff for all the, for all the teams. I'm not reading it, but it's just very ironic as I look through these names, um, a lot of people that were putting the hope and potential and faith in their hands that they can develop for Lehigh Valley and Reading and Jersey Shore and Clearwater and all the different staff members to develop these 17 and 18 year olds versus the shore thing. So I, Jamie, am with you um, on make it happen. I know in the chat, we're getting some various responses. Dan, you're saying, I feel like to go into this season thinking the bullpen needed major, no major upgrade would be absurd logic from this front office. Yeah, I don't know. How you look at last year, and a lot of reports are saying because the Phillies lost Craig Kimbrell, they've got to replace Kimbrel. That's
1: seventy-five innings, I think it was. Like, yes,
0: and that's a key to thing. Just it's not about Orion like we we were is... we were happy when Craig Kimbrell walked and and was and was headed to Baltimore because we know that Craig Kimbrell was frustrating, but Craig Kimbrell also was in a lot of innings, as you're talking about. So you're not replacing him talent wise. You should hopefully be getting better talent wise, but you need to replace the innings and to put all that on Orion Kirkering. It's a lot uh, to put on one player that is still
1: technically a prospect,
0: right? Who you're still not even sure he can what give he you that pitch, eight innings for, last year. And now he's got to give you 75 innings. You know, it's a lot and give you better production.
1: Um, I so, think it was Rick in the chat says, you know, I think people are, you know, discounting how much a full year of Harper and Turner uh, being here a year are going to give you. And yeah, I mean, I think we're all pretty excited by that. And, yeah, and but Dombrowski, I don't think enough. But like. The Same time, you know, you had hot Trey Turner and Bryce Harper in the playoffs, and it wasn't enough. Everybody else got better. I understand you've gone further than them, but like, yeah, I, I'm counting. See, like when Dombrowski in the front office say that, I'm counting on the last two months of the season, Phillies, to be the Phillies.
0: Right. Of the I'm not season. like thinking
1: about the first yeah. four month Phillies and going, oh, 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 like, I am expecting that two month period to mm-hmm. be the team that starts this year. But you still have holes, and what if Johan Rojas can't hit? And what if he's batting 185 and getting on base at a clip of like 290? See, what do you do then? Then you have to make a trade.
0: That's a good point. And you know what? If if there was the opposite, if last season the Phillies had started with Bryce and Trey playing better, and then let's say it had flipped and like Bryce got hurt and couldn't play in the postseason or something, or they just weren't at full strength in the postseason, then I think I could say okay. We didn't get a chance to see them at their best when the season counted most. But as you mentioned, it was the opposite. We didn't have them at 100%. Who cares? you know, you don't you don't win the division, you get a wild card spot, but you get in the playoffs and when you're at your quote-unquote best roster, best positions, you still didn't have enough to get past the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So I think it's it's because almost it's foolish to assume Because a lot of it was your bullpen. So, Some of it
1: was good, but But let's a lot be honest, having bad.
0: them for all season, no what does that change come postseason? I mean, there's the continuity there's you win more games so maybe you win the division but when you get to the playoffs you get to the playoffs
1: well I agree with Matt Deckard he says you know they're probably just going to evaluate the bullpen and address it at the trade deadline that's what every playoff team does but at the same time there's more playoff teams than ever like it's you know whatever I mean I feel like I'm just yelling at the clouds at this point but it's just like you're so close why are you letting potentially a four to eight million dollar contract stand in your way here
0: that's what I. You have try. the reverse that you can do, like the Brewers bring in a Reese Hoskins, and reports have indicated if they're not happy with his production, or for anybody that's brought in a free agent, they could also make a move at the trade d- deadline as well. So, I mean, if you have the option, you can always still pivot at the trade deadline. Half Why t- not? Half the try? teams in the
1: league are playoff eligible <laughs> anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just all for going for the sure thing and making moves, and to sit back and be. I just feel like it's a, a mentality of like, we, we, we are just going to be this great team because whatever, um, it's, it's a little unrealistic in my opinion, when other teams are adding, and as you mentioned, $2 million deals, one year deals, 4 million. I mean, these aren't expensive deals that are being made to at least add depth, more, more arm, bullpen arms, more, but someone that can give you better at bats. I should say, why not try, why not try, but Hopefully, we'll see a trade happen for the Phillies. <laughs> or a deal it will happen. It won't. It will happen. It will happen. Um, but either way, um, I think what as long as I don't see a Devin Williams or Emmanuel Class a or a signing for Cody Bellinger happen in the next 24, 36 hours. Um,
1: and Julian says another then point. okay. Like their bench stinks.
0: That's the other thing. They well, didn't I improve
1: don't. the bench at all, and you needed it a lot I, last year. I, like, Weston Wilson's going to make this team. Can he contribute at a major league level? I don't uh, know. Nick Cave, we got to run that back. Christian Pache, who I <laughs> like a little Jay bit. <laughs> Nick J. Cave. Nick J. Cave. I can't call him J. So Cave.
2: I, you've been saying that Weston Wilson's going to make this team for a while, and I'm just curious. There's two like, spots. Where? where?
1: <laughs> Everybody that writes about this team on a daily basis so says he's got a really good shot I, to make it.
2: I, my question. Which I, is coming from the I, Phillies. I don't disagree. My question is. At that I know. Point, then, then then you're, you're releasing J. Cave. He's out of options, I'm pretty sure. Like, you would have to pass him through waivers. No, I think Cave can still make it. So then you're. I think they have two to three spots available. Are you carrying three outfielders on your bench? Well, you're he only can play, be- he, um, Wilson can you're, play third, too. You're only going to carry probably four bench pieces, right? Yeah, and it stinks. So you're going to carry 13 arms and 13 players. I think players, the reason he makes guess. it is he's got a shot at pop on your bench. That's fu- that's totally fair. Because so he'd be the is, only one. But what I'm saying is if you're only carrying four bench players, Sosa. three of them are going to be outfielders and then it's Edmundo Sosa. I
1: mean, it's Sosa and Pache are locks.
2: Right. Um, so then you're going to go Cave. Cave and probably. And you're going to go Wilson. Yeah. You have to carry Stubbs somewhere.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
2: You have to carry a backup catcher yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't so know. So unless you're carrying five bench pieces unless and only there's one less arms, pitcher, which mm. I think is silly, yeah. cuz in an age where you can go 14 and 12, I would err on the side of 13 and 13 with arms and players.
0: Which is all the more reason that yeah. someone like Jake Cave can't be your bench piece.
2: So then you're going to have to either move on. him or you're going to DFA him. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like I have no ties to Jake Cave. Whatever. I'm not saying no, 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 I'm not saying you do, but he's got guaranteed contract, does he not? I believe it's guaranteed for like so a million. They're gonna ha- yeah. they would have to eat the money, and I know it's not a lot of money, but what I'm saying is if they have an alternative to not eating money for no reason, that's probably enough for them. I'm not saying it's the right move. Listen, if I have to choose It'll between be interesting to watch. if I have to yeah. choose between J. Cave and Weston
1: Wilson, I'm probably
2: leaning Wilson just because of the pop in the bat.
1: Can he play first can Wilson play first? I highly well? doubt it. I, I really don't believe because Cave can. can occasionally, right? Which could be the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. The versatility defensively, um, I know you know, I'm, who was it? Hypothetical man yeah, says I'd prefer Wilson same. over Cave. I kind of would too. Like I don't. Jake Cave doesn't really do anything for me. Jake Cave's
2: a professional bench bat. I will tell you that. Like yeah. I think he was better than people gave him credit for last he's year. He's fine as a third he's, or fourth option, but he's like
0: not. He's not your great.
2: First option. But like he hit what he hit last year two. 245 no, he only, only hit 212 <laughs> but that was because of the fact how that many at bats hit 184 at bats he shouldn't get that many at bats next year no like he should get uh yes, man
1: Wilson did play some third in the minors
2: and, and that's the thing is I, I don't I don't know if defensively he's he's capable of pay, playing a major league third and and why would you want him to at that point because you're starting third baseman's bone your backup third baseman is Sosa are you really going to rely
1: on your third third baseman, who's really an outfielder? If he could play first, I think he's a lock to make the team. But we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Everybody seems to think he's going to make it.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of question he marks. Stinks, Mickey. Which is <laughs> I think the toughest thing is uh, these are. Uh, you would be. I'd, I'd feel a little bit better if we had some sort of movement that made these types of conversations more optimistic. Um, but there's always a tra- trade deadline and there's still time. So we will see, guys. We will see. Cody ain't walking through don't, that door, uh, folks. No, and don't get uh, irrational about it just yet because these are just rumors and uh, we all know the validity of rumors.
2: And the point I'm trying to make with you guys, like I'm not sitting here like advocating for JK. No, we're like we JK versus
1: Weston Wilson. This is it's not slop. ideal. And, you're, and you're, that's, the word that's my day, day, point. Like, this shouldn't even be slop. the discussion. It
0: shouldn't be. Right. We're talking about the, the best of the worst of the options. Like, I'd rather have another piece in there, but we'll see, guys. We'll see. Who knows? Dave has been, as Todd said, he's made some unexpected bold moves before. Yeah, when I don't know. That's the first thing I was like, did I miss something? Um, but maybe Dave will make one of those unexpected bold, bold moves.
1: What bold move has he made since he's been here? I know he can't sign Castellanos late, but like I, they were tied to Castellanos the whole off season.
0: I'm not gonna lie, that Shorter, was. Schwarber, I
1: think, surprised me a little bit. First thing I read, but, he, but like that—that's not what, a. Bold what, or what? Bold. It's a great deal in hindsight, but like he hasn't done anything that bold and surprising no. and sneaky while here.
0: No, am I missing something? Well, don't you worry, guys, because Johan Rojas, Yoro, said I'm ready. He released the hype video. I know you guys were talking about in the chat earlier. Um, Yoro, who's been looking brolic. Is that is that a what? good word?
1: Wow, <laughs> is that an SAT word? No.
0: Tyler, do you know Brolic? Did you used to use that back in the day? No. What?
1: What are you talking about?
2: Someone with well-developed muscles. <laughs> yeah. I've you never heard Google that. Google Brolic? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that used to be a I term back in Google like it. high school that you'd say, like, oh, they're looking Brolic. Like never they, heard that once you know, in No,
2: we, we, we use Swole, I think. Swole's another one. Swole is oh, another so
0: one swole. They're synonyms, right I, I guess. Brolic. That's a real, real in school or, word. Or the other
2: one we used was yoked. Yoke. yoke is a good. I like yoke. You know,
0: I will say that definitely was a private school preppy term, probably. Brolic, looking brolic.
2: That brolic. literally sounds like uh, like very snobbish. <laughs> yeah, that's Like a you said, It's an SAT word.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't even know if it's a real word.
0: All right, somebody also you just googled LaSalle it. Is
1: woke
2: and swol.
0: You, <laughs> you just googled it and it's a real word. I didn't know how to definition mean, everything. It
2: came up on a, on a dictionary. It wasn't the dictionary. <laughs> All
0: right, so yo Rose looking swol. Brolic, yoked. Yeah, Scott muscular. Kingery once looked and swole saying, too. I'm ready. Yeah, great. I, that's the plan, guys.
1: I want to believe him. <laughs> I do. And I like Johan Rojas, but like, I'm not crowning him yet.
0: No, I'm, listen. Scott King once came into spring brolic. training looking
1: yoked too. Still couldn't hit a baseball. So we'll see.
0: I am not for putting all my eggs into one basket. I believe. That he will be better, I believe that everybody will be better. Sure. But I believe that will happen for every other team too. That their guys they're all saying the same thing. Their guys are gonna come back better. They're gonna have a nice off season to work sure. on things and fine tune things. Like everyone's coming back better. But uh yeah, Brawlic Yoro isn't 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 moving the needle for me. So guys, so, yeah, no, I'm apparently I'm the only one that's heard of Brolic. No,
1: Okay, Red said he hasn't heard that in forever.
0: Oh, but he at least heard of it, just not in a long time. <laughs>
1: Hypothetical, man, I'm with you. I'm scarred from all hype videos. Yeah, I don't want Because I any drank hype the Ben videos. Simmons hype video Kool-Aid <laughs> oh, one too many oh, times.
0: Gosh. Yeah, I never drank that Kool-Aid. No, I did. That was irrational of you. It was very um, sweet. Oh, uh, well, okay, let's talk something that you guys do know about. The Clubhouse hats. Um, the 2024 Clubhouse hats have been released. The spring training hats and are the Clubhouse Yeah, we're getting all the hats, guys. And all I will the buy
1: hats. neither of them.
0: I, I just feel like when it comes to fashion or any sort of cause this is considered technically fashion, I guess. We get the recycle of the same looks every so years. <laughs> and this this clubhouse hat and the spring training hat to me are just like I've seen this before.
1: Yeah, this the, really- the spring training hat does very little for me. I already like have this hat, minus right. uh, the twenty four spring training patch on it. I think I have this exact hat, as a matter of fact. So it's just I don't know, like the bell's fine. But like, all right, so this is the clubhouse hat that Tyler is showing the YouTube audience right here uh, that got released yesterday. This is like the old school mid-90s Philly symbol. Right, you're just
0: bringing it back.
1: It's We've already seen this before. It's, I don't know, that hat does very little for me.
0: I don't like how all the hats are literally just a patch. It it looks like just an ironed on patch on a hat.
1: I will say the spring training hat's better, but that does very, like I'm not rushing to buy that one.
0: I just, I would like a hat that doesn't look like I took Elmer's glue and glued a patch onto the hat. Mm. Like at least the clubhouse. I mean, I understand that's literally how you make hats, but let's take a look at the spring training hat because that at least has a little bit more of like, it feels like it makes sense. Yeah, it's but the
1: bell just does. connected at least
0: a little bit more.
1: I'd much prefer some variation of the P than any bell. And if you see like the Diamondbacks top left is awesome. Yeah. The Blue Jays hat is awesome. The A's hat is awesome. Like, there's a lot of great stuff. Even the Mets hats. I like that color. The Brewers hat. It would be um, nice to
0: have something other than just the bell. It's literally the just a bell. And the Seattle hat is
1: awesome, too. And it's just like...
0: It's just a Liberty It just bell. feels like the same hat.
1: Like, can't you go, like, off script every once in a while and maybe do, like, a light blue hat for spring training? Like it just something different. I need, I don't know. I need a little. Like change I like in the the, the
0: the LA. I like the Atlanta A. Like I like having something different. Um, <laughs> feet on land says Phillies aren't doing shit. LOL. Yeah, um, pretty much. But the hats, with the signings, like there's just nothing happening for 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 the Phillies at all. There's nothing to look forward to. Not even the hats right now. What is the M and S flag one? um could you that make the, that one
1: out tyler i couldn't see with these bright lights which one are we looking at
0: the, the N flag N next to the mets the S flag? Uh, it's
2: the twins it's minneapolis and st paul uh, it's
0: the twin cities uh, uh, see like that's okay. cool they tried something there
1: i like that texas color blue hat right there even yeah, that texas, texas hat is sick that's yeah. a nice
0: color blue. even
1: free herb that yeah. gray <laughs> and black white socks hat that's, is sweet
0: sleek that's a sleek hat that right orioles there that orioles
1: hat is sweet I would rank the Phillies in the bottom five. I even of like hats.
0: the Tigers Listen, hat with just the Tiger on it.
2: The White Sox have been in the bottom like three of teams <laughs> themselves over the last couple of years. But the things they've put out, that hat is that sick. hat is
0: nice. Their City
2: Connect jerseys are the best City Connect jerseys in baseball. It's not even close. The Nats are
1: pretty cool with the cherry blossoms. Yeah, but they're going away from I know. Them. It's mm, so yeah. they're nice. But yeah, the, they
2: the the black and white pinstripe with, with yeah, those the, the old they're incredible um yeah. like their team itself stinks but they
1: look nice Gotta on the field more
0: creative with the look of the of the, the tiger everything one. is always that's what i said even the tiger yeah, I like everybody's the tiger
1: are good and ours are the same
0: it's just always the liberty bell and i think the liberty bell is cool it's very philly but like
1: i don't know do like, we have to have why everything? does it have to be red everything everything, and the bell every time every time why can't it be white with some <laughs> blue and red accent, I just feel like we're, we're not, not, not asking, the blue asking brim. for too much. I don't like the blue brim on the red hat, but if it was a white hat with a blue yeah, at brim. Least, yeah, the bear
0: one looks cool. Give I'm us some open. better colors. Just give us S- something. something different. And
1: we still don't know the spring training jersey that's oh. going to accompany that hat because well, if that's it was the,
0: hat, the red. Actually, if that's the hat. Does it have a lot of blue, royal blue in it or red in it? We'll find out Because the colors are red and royal blue. We're nine
1: days away from pitchers and catchers and mitts popping, so I guess we'll find out any day.
0: So far, Jamie, nothing's giving me any optimism or hope. No, they'll be
1: good. It's just they could be better.
0: The hats don't oh, give me no. Hope. Just the team. Oh no! no yeah, I'm talking about the jerseys. Oh
1: yeah! No, the jersey's <laughs> probably gonna suck. <laughs>
0: the team is. The team will be the. You know, well, it'll be what it'll be. All right. So we gotta get down on the farm, Some other Renee. yeah. Let's get down on the farm. Uh, I actually want to just uh, run through really quickly, really, 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 really quickly. Yeah, but this is news from this past it's weekend. It's ten fifty-two, Renee. I know, and we don't have a lot of time. All right. <laughs> All I gotta say though. I'm just going to tease it out is that the Dodgers apparently are not done yet.
1: Of course not. And apparently, here's the line no?
0: from MLB's Juan Toribio, Tur- who said that the club recently looked into making a bigger splash even after adding Yamamoto and Glass now. So that's all. I will just tease it out. We'll talk about it tomorrow. What is a bigger splash than Yamamoto? Some- <laughs> Well, that's what I wanted to talk about, but now we gotta wait till tomorrow, guys, to find out what that big splash has been uh, for the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's been there's been names they've Outside been connected of Otani, to. He
1: was the biggest
0: splash. There's been more names. That's guys. what I mean. So like there's they signed more
2: names. they signed Otani. They right Otani signed first. They signed like signed the two biggest splashes. Well, Otani <laughs> signed first, correct? I yes yeah so yes. that's what i'm saying so since like i shouldn't say because otani's the biggest one but
1: since that yamamoto has been the biggest signing right right I think we yes. can all agree mm-hmm. yeah i don't what's bigger than that i mean blake smell montgomery and bellinger are the other three of the top five so well, they're still not signed
0: <laughs> looks like we'll have to wait till our tuesday show at 11 a.m to find out the details more to come soon on that. Big splash. splash splash. All right, let's go down on the farm with Jesus Starlin Caba. Born in December of 2005. Down in Boneo, Dominican Republic. Uh, stands at a nice 5'10", 160 pounds. Uh, here is Starlin. So Starlin, look at that picture. Fresh to death. I see some swag. I like he's got a, is this crossed upside down, actually? Maybe not. Maybe it is. I don't
1: know. It's probably just longer than you can see. It might.
0: Yeah, be. maybe it's the picture. Either way, I've seen turtleneck some swag there. Black what? turtleneck mm. with a with a chain. Okay, Starlin Jesus. So in the uh, Dominican Summer League in 2023, he was a midseason All Star. He played in just 38 DSL games and made a strong impression, as reports have said. His his uh, slash lines are 301 423. 346, with just 16 strikeouts, 28 walks, 17 RBIs. His ratings, he's got a 25 on the set out of, and the 70 projection, I guess that is, for the hit, 60 for the run, 45 with 80 fielding, and 55 for his throw. Now, the reports for Kaba since he signed for $3 million in 2023 and at that time was ranked one of the top talents in the international signing class. Um, some of the things that have come out about him is, He's as good as it gets, is what some reports have said. The only thing that would stop him from playing in the big leagues defensively right now is that he'd make some errors just because he'd be in awe, like the emotion of it. But he's going to be there. Um, Again, Kaba is only uh, 17 years old. He's a child. He's still very young. Child literally, according to
1: Yeah, Chris Slemmer says look sixteen, um, <laughs> see you in twenty twenty-nine.
0: And yeah, but Basically. Preston madley said what jumps out the most is the defense, the athleticism, the contact ability on both sides of the plate. He's a premium shortstop defender. And Agastinelli compared his body type to that of Met shortstop Francisco Lindor. And it's unclear whether he'll develop to Lindor's power, but as he has been consistently adding muscle. So the Phillies are optimistic that the power will come with time. But yes, Chris, at 17 years old, that time is going to take some time. It's not something that's going to happen in the next year or two.
1: Yeah, he's number uh, five on our list. He's been as high as number four on um, Baseball America. Uh, But again, the fact that you're signed one year ago and you're already fourth or fifth in the system tells you what a bad system it kind of has been. Uh mm-hmm. now they are improving it and making it better, but man, this has been a bad system uh for the last decade. Uh name test. We didn't we didn't start there Oh my name.
0: bad. How could I do that? I mean Starlin okay. Kaba.
1: This kid's got a real shot. Like that sounds like a ball. I player. actually like
0: the fact that his name is Jesus. I think Jesus is such a Well I, yeah, I've but he's gonna Jesus. go by Starlin. Right, I know, but I feel like I mean my, it has Star written in Jesus, it. Jesus Starlin Kaba.
1: Nobody mess with the Jesus man. Uh but, but name, do you know that get, movie?
0: I do, but I can't think of the name uh, uh, What's the sport you, in it? Uh baseball. Oh, football. No. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Bowling, the big lebowski <laughs> I pull the trigger. I stick Maybe that I gun up that your movie. ass and pull the trigger to the I was, I was to that movie what, so ba- would
0: move. Baseball, on. <laughs> what, the
2: one you were thinking of is are you telling me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I thought.
1: Major League. That's it. Pedro that's Serrano. It. Mr. Allstate. Yeah. I'm not I here. Uh, Wait, anyway, can you n- do
0: the announcer? Now batting for the Phillies, shortstop Starlin Kaba. I knew you had to drag the A. That was the winning. That's it right this there. This kid sounds Kaba. like a ball player. There um, it
1: is. So he is, <laughs> he is slender build. I feel like all these kids, Aiden He's Miller, uh, Starlin Kaba, Brian Rincon, are all five foot ten and 165 pounds. Um, and
0: I don't know if that's their real height or weight.
1: Yeah. So he is a shortstop, <laughs> uh, signed for $3 million last year. His scouting grades, I know you touched on the arm there. His hitting ability is a 60, which is phenomenal for a kid that young. Power is only a 40. His running is a 60, which is well above average. Fielding is a 60, and as you said, arm is 55. So there's a lot to be excited about for this kid. Uh, Projection-wise, they say he's a top-of-the-order, shortstop, everyday player. In
0: 2035.
1: Yeah, probably in <laughs> 20, let's see, It's he's ni- he's 19, I think, he's just about to turn, um, so the Phillies aren't going to call him up before 24, so yeah, you probably got, uh, yeah, until 2028, 20, well, maybe. But,
0: I'm act- but sadly, that's close to, one- I mean, he'll yeah, be 20, a mainstay by 2035. Best 35. case would be 2027,
1: 20, maybe 2028, 20, um, but there's mm-hmm. a lot to be excited about with this kid. He came into the draft, or the international signing period uh, as a very steady fielder and a kid that could put bat to ball extremely well. And he lived up to the hype in the 38 games in the Dominican summer league right mm-hmm. away. Unfortunately had to get an elbow surgery that shut him down for the rest of the year. But Tyler, this is not safe for work. Horny baseball talk. Are you ready? Okay. Oh boy. Kaba's overall and zone miss rates over the course of 164 plate appearances last year, was 9.5% and 4.2%. Exemplary for any level, but especially for somebody that age, scouts say. Yeah, I'm super excited about this kid. This is one of
2: about four prospects that I would really, really, really have to struggle to move, Um, and one of the other ones we talked about last week was Eduardo Taite. Um, This kid, they talk about the Francisco Lindor build I'm not saying he's Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor, I know, had a little bit of a struggle in his first year with the Mets. He was really good last year. Um, if this kid does turn out to be Lindor-type power. probably not. I don't think he's ever going to be a 25-30 run guy. In homers? Like 27,
1: 25? He might have cracked 30 at he some point. He might have cracked 30. Um, but, but, but the scouts do say in Baseball America, like, this kid is going to have to rely— on gap hits and doubles, and he yeah, has it, the speed to stretch out some triples. So he hit 31 last year, and his his car-
2: his season high, his career high is 38. Damn. Back in 2018. Mm-hmm. no, he's never going to be. So Francisco he's never going to be that guy. But if you get every other piece of Lindor, right? Like if you get Cleveland's OBP and and ability sure. to bat the ball and the range defensively that you got now and and throughout Lindor's career, he's going to be the best prospect the Phillies have promoted internally probably since. Ryan Howard.
0: And that's what Sal Agostinelli was saying, uh, who's the international, one of the international scouts for the Phillies, was saying his body type is like Lindor's. So to clarify, he was saying it's unclear whether or not he'll develop his the power like Lindor. Um, so I guess he resembles- No, Lindor's a freak. Right. He resembles him. He's not saying he's the next Francisco Lindor, but he did say he's the best defensive prospect he's ever seen. And then on the other side, he does have the switch hitting ability because, yes. as you mentioned, that elbow surgery that he had. So at 19 years old, still very young, potential, a lot of potential. But the but defensive side is is very exciting. Here,
2: here's the one thing that I'll say is, and comps are really hard, especially with young players. But some of the names that I've seen, like Fangraphs, for example, have used over the last couple of weeks, like Gerardo Perdoma and Carter Keyboom, and like... Um, there was the one earlier we talked about that was like not super super enticing and I forget exactly who it was oh Cesaris Torres. like Mm -hmm. these are all major league players don't get me wrong like to make the major leagues is really really hard and to stay in the major leagues is even harder but those names that we just mentioned are fifth infielders they're fourth outfielders they're uh starters on a bad team bench players on a right. good team type of player so when you have all of those names and then when you talk about a guy like kaba and the name that pops up bodybuild is francisco lindor like your ears perk up a little yeah. bit so i'm not sitting here saying he's ever going to be lindor lindor is no, lindor's a
1: freak an to have that incredible yeah. ball player exactly and, um, and the thing i read in baseball america says they they don't expect him to get much bigger so like He's going to have to be that gaps and doubles kid. Yeah. If mm-hmm. he wants to make it as a top of the order every day. I don't hitter. even know if he needs to be a doubles hitter compared to like. With that
2: the, speed, you got to get some doubles. You could truly be a 300, 400, 300 guy. Like, th- I know that that sounds insane in today's game to slug less than your OBP is, but if you're going to hit at a 300
1: clip and get on base at a 400 clip, I'm not going to complain about. Yeah, well, he's, he apparently has the control of the strike zone and knows what he's looking at. So, so maybe he can be one of those high OBP guys. We'll we'll, we'll find out. A lot to be excited about this kid. I would imagine he starts low A, and there's a possibility that he could get. To high A by the end of the year. Uh, but definitely a kid we'll we'll focus on in spring training because Tyler's gonna need some bonbons and cigarettes (laughs) watching him at the complex. He excites me. Um and and we'll follow him along (laughs) this year during the season.
0: That's all we can do, guys. All right. Let's as we uh wrap up, finish with Guess That Stance. We do have one, correct? Oh, I've been waiting on one. Oh no. Okay all right well let's do that then let's hey, let's I, let's guess that's there how about how
2: about i uh how about i explain one to you and you yeah, can try to guess this um what's the
0: what's oh, I, I don't what's
2: i don't even greed? i don't even know how that that's what i'm saying well, he doesn't have one we don't have one oh. so i'm saying
0: oh. oh even better i'm trying to make one up on the fly. i'm so sad wow oh man <laughs> uh
2: i that's see so the sad. thing is at this point is i don't even remember who we used it was nick castiano on friday oh no i mean just in general
1: I got to try to figure out. You can go to phly underscore Phillies on Twitter, Tyler, and follow the whole thread. There's a bunch of them.
0: Well, another exciting news, guys! We got the World Cup dates for 2026. We are going to get a round of 16 World Cup match in Philly on July 4th on the 250th anniversary of 1776, and then of course. All-star is going to the all-star break is happening here in Philly that same year in 2026. So the Phillies, uh, Philly in general is going to be a great time, a great spot to be, I should say in 2026. Yeah. With the final, the world cup finals being at MetLife stadium in New Jersey. I don't know yeah, about how many that
1: eight, one. Kylian Mbappe's knee is yeah, going to explode on the gonna, turf.
0: I think they have to have Grass. Cause I'm pretty sure from Then just f-
1: make the stadium grass now
0: right so so they should have hopefully go on and make the stadium that grass sucks and then that gives them time to have it be ready by 2026 because I'm pretty sure for the world cup you have to have grass fields. so football the NFL world thanks the world cup because that field is awful yeah and it's been needing to get changed Philly kind of got I don't want to
1: say a crappy draw but a little on the less cool draw
0: for the round of 16
1: yeah, you have most of the early stuff. You didn't get really yeah. the, the best. You like got is around the sixteen, oh, uh, and the round of sixteens are great. But like the opening round games, sometimes you get some stinkers. You know, yeah. so like majority of the games they got are in. It's all because round.
0: they were trying to have it on July Fourth. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. All right, I, I got a, I got an
1: alternative for Wait, you, what? Jamie. For uh, for guests, that's going yeah?
0: wrap up because al- we're over the time. I got now. an alternative
2: for you. Ready, Jamie? Mm-hmm. This one's for you, buddy.
0: Oh! What it
1: is. Great American ballpark,
0: <laughs> you did it!
1: Yeah, I nailed it. Wow, no hesitation. Yep, yep.
0: Wow, it's I'm just so me proud and of Great you. American ballpark. I'm so proud of you. We go way is back. Is it sad that I looked at that and still didn't know what it was?
1: I, I just my, assumed my immediate sense of to, humor.
0: My mind immediately went to panic. Mode. I was like, oh. Oh good but um good times good times yeah in right.
1: 2026 also uh u.s open at marion too did you mention that one
0: oh no i did not so
1: baseball all-star i believe they're going for basketball and hockey as well that's the rumor u.s open and world cup handle- it's a lot that's
0: a lot but it's
1: the century. everything's gonna
0: be expensive i know 250 years since the signing of the declaration of independence in 1776 mm-hmm. but that's a lot yeah no and i'm sure like, septa will be uh,
1: upgraded and fully functioning uh, by then <laughs> just kidding that's guys a it's lot not gonna expectation
0: be expectation that's gonna be happening and it's not gonna like, be like a few months you're talking
1: i world Major cup League League is a bucket well,
0: they're all NBA different all. times. Yeah, but but not that spread Cup out to recover from. Like you have to actually plan nah, they'll be all right. and build specific things for it. that. Sure, sure. And you know what? A lot of it would probably be reused. Let's go with that. There we go. Everything's going to be great. Except in 2026. This is a big concern. A lot of it's a big concern. Where Philly's okay.
1: I'm I mean, excited though. Hotels and like city-wise, they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, because already there.
1: It's just transportation. Although
0: technically, to to have hotels for like that many people. You have to block all. Uh, not my problem. They'll be fine. But they'll be fine, sure. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be fine. This is a show of, op- of optimism with everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back to our 11 o'clock start time tomorrow and the rest of the week. So now you get to join us at 11 a.m. Eastern Time every day instead of our usual noon time. And uh, we've got more to talk about the splash that the Dodgers are making, we've got the best hitter ever in Philly's history. We've got a lot of projections, uh, some other things that have underrated teams that were launched and things like that. So more to come here on PHOY Phillies podcast. Have a great rest of your Monday. For Tyler, Jamie, myself, Renee, we'll see you next time. And uh, have some more fun. Have a good one, guys. See ya. We all silly like the mayor.